Welcome to the Sip and Sort podcast. I'm Hannah, a teacher turned professional organizer with a passion for all things simple living. When it comes to getting and staying organized, it's never really about the bins and baskets. It's about being intentional and making space for what matters. Sometimes it's just about less. Less stuff, less busy, less ingredients, and less visual and mental clutter. Grab a cup of your favorite drink and join me as we sort out and simplify all aspects of our homes and lives. Good morning, guys. Thanks for being here. Today I have an exciting episode for you with Alice Smith. She is a good friend and a registered dietitian, and she's going to be helping you with some simple nutrition during this quarantine that you can then take with you after quarantine as well. Please stay tuned and enjoy. Hi, Alice. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited that you're here and that we're doing this. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. Can you start by just introducing yourself to our audience? Yes, for sure. So I'm Alice and I am a registered dietitian and health coach. So that is my passion, encouraging you to eat more vegetables, more heart healthy fats, reducing toxic exposure in your self-care products and household products. So I'm really into that just wellness aspect also. Not, it's not just about the food and just real food with less ingredients is kind of my motto. I love that. Now, have you always been pretty healthy or what kind of led you down this path? No, I have not. And if I can transition into being a healthy eater, anyone can. <laughs> so growing up, I, you know, just ate a lot of processed foods. I guess we all did, but just, you know, the pop tarts and the cereal and toaster strudels and crackers and oatmeal cookies. And then, you know, which that obviously led into some weight issues when I was younger, which led into dieting when I got into high school, which led into, you know, an eating disorder, which put me into just, you know, not knowing. I don't realize, I guess I didn't know how much I didn't know at the time. I just cut fat out of my diet and just started exercising vigorously. And then finally, you know, got out of that and was really healthy. And then wanted, when I went to college, wanted to, you know, be in the healthcare field, but I didn't want to be a nurse. I didn't want to touch people. I didn't want to deal with blood. Um, but I wanted to, you know, help people and be in that field. And I just kind of was like, well, nutrition, something that's very important to me, very close to my heart. It's been really a huge impact on my life. So I just feel like I need to use that to help other people. But even in college, you know, when I was learning about nutrition, I still was eating, you know, special case cereal, drinking slim fast drinks, you know, chewing bubble gum and drinking diet soda and having cereal for two meals a day. And, you know, I was still just not, I didn't realize that food really is medicine. And if I've learned anything and can help anybody, you know, and my goal is really to help people take less steps to get to their goals than it took me. Cause me, it was, a, you know, it was a very long and winding path. And I just feel like if I can help somebody say, Hey, you know, I was there I tried that. It didn't work. Let me just go ahead and tell you what works. So you can just, you know, you can just get to where you need to be without as many steps or effort. And so just that's really transitioned me into just real food, less ingredients, counting how many ingredients are in your food, more veggies. Fat is your friend. You know, I used to think we've got to avoid fat, you know, in the nineties, it was the fat free craze. And I, 
And then that just makes you hangry and mad <laughs> and not full. Um, so I've not always been healthy. I mean, I used to drink so many diet drinks. It was just ridiculous, but I, I love that. That is all so <laughs> relatable and so true. And it, it goes back to the fact that I think that often we think that we're making healthy choices and really we're not. Um, right. Right. A lot of times I thought of exactly like, you know, a lot of times we we're not doing it intentionally. We're doing whatever's fast, convenient, what we know we're doing, what we're in the routine of what our habit is. We're buying what's on our grocery list, like, and we're not intentionally harming our bodies, but it's just, you know, it's just, we're not, we don't know. 100%. Before (laughs) before we dig too deep into it, since this is the sip and sort podcast, can Mm -hmm. you, Kind of tell me what you would say are the healthiest and the least healthy drinks for not only the morning, but the evening too, as far as coffee, tea, wines, alcohol, anything like that? Yeah, for sure. Well, I like to start my morning off with hot lemon water. So I just heat up some water and just fresh squeezed lemon. It's just a great way to start the morning. Some vitamin C. It's just a good, I just look forward to it every morning. It's a little bit of flavor, but you know, nothing, nothing crazy. Coffee, coffee is good. The thing with coffee is you've got to watch what you put in your coffee. Yeah, <laughs> you just, I mean, it's so, cause I'll talk to people and you know, it's just, again, the habit of whatever you're used to getting. And they're like, oh, I use this pumpkin pie spice creamer that has no pumpkin in it. It's just artificial flavors and chemicals and additives and preservatives. So it's, coffee is good. It's, it's, we can really mess the coffee up and we could talk, we could spend a whole day talking on coffee additives, but you know, just again, the fewer ingredients, the better. If you're going to sweeten your coffee, coffee, do it with a honey or even um, a stevia leaf extract. That's perfect. And then with your creamers, if you can ditch your creamers and just do a half and a half, a half and half or a splash of milk, that's going to be a better option. A little vanilla flavoring, some cinnamon, even some peppermint essential oil, that would work too. I love that. And I've actually been doing the cinnamon thing. Oh, um, how's that going? Oh yeah. I love it. It's really, really good. Good. Yeah. yeah that's that's been huge. Cinnamon is such a superfood. So add cinnamon to everything. <laughs> what about in the evening? Favorite drinks in the evening? Well, hot tea is also good to have. I like to have hot tea at work. I, now again, if I can go to drinking hot tea, anyone can. I used to think it was awful and get a good flavor If you need to start with adding honey to it, that's totally fine. If that's what's going to make you drink the hot tea, add a little bit of honey to it. Totally fine. Squeeze in some lemon. That's a good way to add some flavor. But like in the afternoons at work when it's 3, 3.30 in the afternoon and I want something to eat, but I'm not hungry. I I know I'm not hungry. I had a big lunch. Like I know I'm not hungry. I'm just, it's just that time of the day where you're just kind of bored. No matter how much stuff you have to do, you're just don't want to do it. So that's when I like to warm up a hot tea. Or even at night after dinner, again, when it's like, ooh, what can I find in the kitchen? It's like, well, you can find a glass of hot tea. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Kitchen's closed. So grab hot tea. It's great. It has lots of health benefits, too, once you can transition to green tea or an herbal tea. But if you need to start with a flavor, totally fine. And then when it comes to alcohol, I mean, red wine. Let's just say, let's just give red wine the credit that it is due. I mean, it has antioxidants. Great for heart health. Again, whether you're out drinking, you're obviously at home drinking now. We're not drinking out anywhere. Remember to to alternate with water. Water is just so underrated and just alternate your alcoholic drinks with water. If you're doing, you know, like a vodka drink, just remember 
to really cut back on those additives. Any simple syrup or juices or your tonic waters, your sodas, those can really add up in calories. So again, kind of like your coffee, it's what are you adding to your alcohol that's going to really add up in, in those calories and always alternate with water. I love that. Very simple to follow. Can you give me just a couple main concepts to keep in mind when trying to make simple, healthy choices? Yeah, for sure. Like I mentioned, the fewer ingredients, the better in your foods. And I stick to the rule of thumb of five ingredients or less. So while you're at home, check your cabinets and just look at things that you buy on a regular basis. Because again, a lot of times, I mean, you know, we're not intentionally harming our health with the food choices we buy and all these processed foods. It's just, it's convenient. These foods are addictive. So this is not our fault. So give yourself a break. There's a reason why when you finish a sleeve of Oreos, it's on your grocery list. When you finish that thing of ice cream, it's on your grocery list. Like these food companies are smart. They know what to put in there to make you want more. It hits these receptors in your brain and makes you want more. So it's not a lack of willpower. It really is the additives and the ingredients in these foods that make them addictive. So that's just making a hard stop from them, which is the hardest thing to do. But a lot of times you can't do them in moderation. If you know, I mean, there are several things I know. I can't buy that without eating the whole bag or the whole thing, you know? And so really just trying to cut that out. So checking your ingredients, you'd be shocked at some of the things just like instant flavored oatmeal has like 25 ingredients and strawberries and cream up there are no strawberries in there like what is that I think it's like dehydrated apple pieces with red 40 color and some natural flavor and artificial flavor so just switching from that to old-fashioned oats and flavoring that with real food with strawberries with honey with cinnamon cocoa powder peanut butter nuts coconut just real food ingredients is so important. So just flip over your bags, your cans, your boxes at home and look and just say, how can I switch from a processed food to a real food? Go from veggie chips to vegetables and hummus. Go from a peanut butter protein bar that has 40 ingredients to a banana with some peanut butter. Just switching from that instant oatmeal to old fashioned oats. So just think about simple swaps that you can make that are really gonna be closer to real whole food with fewer ingredients. I think that's so important. And I love that you mentioned that because I think that people still aren't looking at the ingredients. They're looking at the front that makes a lot of promises and they're flipping it over and they're looking at the little nutrition label and what they think might be healthy, but they're skipping over those ingredients. Yeah. And that was me. That was me for years is I was looking and I was like, okay, it's pretty low calorie you know, it's pretty low fat. There's some fiber in here and there's a little bit of protein. But the thing is, is that what they put in that ingredient list manipulates what that label says. So they can add, you know, cellulose and chicory root fiber, which, you know, are made in a plant to have more fiber on that label. Olestra. So we used to have the fat-free chips with Olestra, which is now banned in lots of other countries because of its, you know, negative effects on your health and that can make something fat free. So you're exactly right. I used to be the same way. I was like, oh, this label looks good, but you know, how many ingredients are in there? And we don't know what those ingredients are doing to our body. I mean, 50 years from now, like what we just don't know. And our body really can't process all of these ingredients and digest and assimilate the nutrients. So 
I, th- I read something the other day, and I think it said that our food has changed more in the past 50 years than the previous 10,000. You know, so we're, no matter what we say, we're not eating like our grandparents did. We're not eating from the ground up. We really are eating chemical concoctions, and we don't know the long-term health effects. So it's really scary. That's so true. Can you talk to me a little bit about food swaps in order to add more color and why that color is important? Oh, yes, absolutely. So the more colorful your food, the more nutritious. So when you look at your plate, you want it to pop with color. So that's just a simple just a simple thing to keep in your mind is how can I make my plate more colorful? And it, that would be switching from a baked potato to a sweet potato. Much brighter color, lots more vitamins and minerals. And with your potatoes, eat the skin. So don't peel your potatoes. So eat the skin of your apple. You know, a lot of times with your produce, definitely eat the skin. Same thing with your salad, with lettuce. So go going from instead of iceberg to spinach or mixed greens, just the darker the color, the more nutritious. Adding lots of color to your salad. So your carrots, your bell peppers, your tomatoes. Our dark leafy greens are so important. So cooking some spinach or even some kale, if you want to do kale. I know kale is kind of strong. And then just thinking orange, the orange colored fruits and veggies are so important. So how you can get your carrots, your sweet potatoes, your peppers, anything purple is wonderful. So purple cabbage or eggplant, just really looking at your plate and saying, how can I add color? And that's going to be, add so many vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and nutrients to really, really improve your health. Love that. And it makes it so much prettier too. It does. (laughs) Now, we're all in the middle of this quarantine right now, and I think that it's made a lot of people who normally do eat fairly healthy choose things that they normally wouldn't just because they last longer in the pantry. And I'm raising my hand because I am one of those people that went and did that. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what some of your healthy pantry staples are? For sure. So I always have nuts and nut butter on hand. And I know this can be controversial if you have a nut allergy. So hopefully if you have a peanut allergy or someone in your family, you can still do tree nuts. So you can still do like an almond butter, cashews, or even if not, you can hopefully still do seeds like a sunflower seed butter or sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds. But for me, nuts are just an awesome superfood high in protein, healthy fats, and they're very shelf stable. You can add them to anything, add them to your oatmeal, add them to your salads. Nut butter is great, again, to add to banana, fruits, have for a snack. So that's a pantry staple I don't live without. Again, right now I'm making my own hummus. I'm going to kick with that. So keeping chickpeas canned in the cabinet is great with a little oil, tahini, some garlic. Perfect. I always have dark chocolate in my pantry because, you know, can you really end a meal without dessert? No. And if it's 85% dark chocolate, I feel like it's, you know, it's an antioxidant. It's got magnesium. It's a health food. So can and canned beans are great to have on hand. Your spices, you want to make sure cinnamon's in your cabinet. You want to make sure turmeric's in your cabinet. Cumin, Himalayan salt, pepper, those are great. And then you want to make sure you have canned, fr- canned veggies, <clears throat> excuse me, and frozen veggies. Also, so those are great staples to have, especially during this time, and to see, you know, how you can add those to your meals, because you don't want to go without veggies, even during a time like this. So having your can and your frozen are great things to have on hand. What about, I love that you went into the frozen and the canned vegetables. What about like dried fruits and vegetables? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Well, speaking of canned and frozen, so sometimes we try to get all fresh. And I know right now, even for people, like you said, who normally get a lot of fresh produce, it can be a struggle. Just the supply at the store or not getting out to the store as much and not staying fresh in the fridge. So our frozen veggies are and fruit are flash frozen usually at peak nutritional value. So they're great to have on hand. They can sometimes be even more nutritious than fresh if that fresh produce has been, you know, in the back of a truck for two weeks getting here from wherever it's coming from and then in your fridge so frozen can be a great option canned also so with our canned veggies look for a low sodium rinse drain that water rinse the veggies rinse your green beans and you're good to go and you've got a colorful veggie right there on your plate with our fruit with anything canned with our fruit we want it to be canned in water or packed in water or its own juice. We really don't wanna do the heavy syrup or even the light syrup. And then when it comes to dried fruit, that's another pantry staple of mine, eating dried fruit for dessert or with those nuts, make your own trail mix. Dried fruit, you just wanna look for no added sugar. So there are only a few dried fruits that have no added sugar. It's gonna be our raisins, our apricots, our plums, our dates, our dried apples, and I'm missing one. I'll think of it. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I think there's another one. But those have no added sugar. So dried fruit, great to keep on hand. Do your frozen veggies, canned veggies, and that way, especially during times like this, you have a healthy option. Love that. Thank you. What about a balanced plate? What do you think a, a balanced plate should look like? Yes. Yeah, so this is something that I really teach everybody that I work with because, you know, it can be so confusing, especially these days of, you know, there's a different diet on, you know, online or when you're checking out the grocery store, there's something new on the front of a magazine is try this, try that. And, you know, counting calories can be so obsessive and really our body is not made for us to count the calories. Like our body doesn't work that way. Our body doesn't count the calories. So why are we counting the calories? Like everyone is so different. You know, your metabolism's different. Your hormones are different. Like, and you know that from just looking at the person next to you, maybe in your family or a friend of saying like, well, you can eat that and that doesn't happen. I can look at that and this happens. Like, you know, how, how does that work? So I think counting calories can really be, you know, just, it's not good for your health. And a lot of these diet fads, you might, you know, really restrict and lose 20 pounds, but then you gain 30. So where are we? We're worse than when we started. So having a balanced plate just simply means, especially at lunch and dinner, having a fourth of your plate protein, whether that's, you know, your lean meat, your chicken, your steak, your pork, your fish, or if you're a vegetarian doing beans, you can do eggs. So a fourth of your plate protein, a fourth of your plate starch. So carbs are not the enemy. It's the amount of carbs that are the enemy. So we've got to really just see how we can fit that into a healthy diet. So with a fourth of your plate being starch, that can be whatever you choose. That can be bread. That can be pasta. That can be a starchy vegetable like your sweet potato, or that can be fruit, whatever you want that carb to be. And then half of your plate, non-starchy veggies. So instead of having that salad in a little bowl on the side, feeling really deprived and left out, put that salad on your plate. So this balanced plate can really, it can apply to any meal. So just spaghetti, okay? Instead of a big plate of spaghetti noodles and a salad on the side, have a fourth of your plate's worth of noodles, have that meat sauce, and then have 
your salad on the plate. So it's really appealing to the eye because we don't want to have a plate that's not full because then we, we go into it thinking I'm not going to be satisfied. Same even with a sandwich. So think about what you're working with at home right now. Okay, if you've got bread on your sandwich, that bread takes up that carb section. So do chips fit on your plate? No, you need some veggies with hummus or a salad. But if you wanted to swap out that bread and do a lettuce wrap, hey, add some, you can add some chips to that plate in that carb section, but you're still gonna need some more veggies. So again, just thinking about how you can incorporate more veggies into your meals, half your plate veggies where we can get veggies in at snacks. Veggies and hummus is a great staple that I always keep on hand. How can you get veggies in with breakfast? Can you scramble them in with your eggs? So definitely think about a balanced plate and it's just a simple way to look at what you're eating and you might be eating the right foods. It just might not be in the right proportions. You might be eating too much protein, too many carbs, not enough veggies. And it's just a different way of thinking. And a lot of times when you need more veggies, having those canned and frozen veggies on hand is what's going to get half your plate veggies. So you always have a balanced plate. And remember, the more colorful, the more nutritious. Yes, I love this. Alice, we will have to do another episode in the future. I would love to do one with you about coffee, like you said earlier. That would be great. And I've, I've made, I can't, I don't know the ingredients right now, but in the fall, I did a, um, like a pumpkin spice latte. Like I made my own with real pumpkin in it because you know, the ones that the, that you get in the fall don't even have pumpkin. So yeah, I'd love to talk about that. That'd be great. Let's do it. Can you tell my audience where they can go to find out more about you? And I will put this in the show notes too. Yes, for sure. So um, Alice Approved is kind of what I go by, I guess you would say. <laughs> so you can find me at aliceapproved.com on Instagram at Alice underscore approved, Facebook, Alice Approved. And um, I am having a healthy habits challenge coming up. So we've got a lot of fun things coming up. So make sure you check me out at aliceapproved.com. Join my email list. You'll get notifications about a healthy habit challenge. It's free. Just trying to help everybody out during this time. Eventually we're going to give up sugar for 10 days. So we're going to all do that together. And you're definitely going to need an accountability partner or five because that'll be no additives with sugar or artificial sweetener in your coffee, not even honey or stevia. So yeah, we're going to need some help. So definitely um, find me online, follow along and just let me know if there's anything that I can help anyone with. Thank you so much for being here today, Alice. Thank you. This was awesome. It was great. If you're looking for more guidance and support during your journey to a more simple, less cluttered life, head over to my website at theorderlynest.com and sign up for my free Sip and Sort Sunday email challenges. Or join my private Facebook group, The Orderly Nest Community, where you'll find tons of encouragement, tips, motivation, as well as before and after photos from others along the same journey. And if you've been enjoying these episodes, please consider taking a minute to leave me a rating or review, which just helps me get the word out. Talk soon. Cheers.